Corona Chronicle Session 12 with Brooks Tanner. So Brooks Tanner is a good friend of mine. Uh, this dude is just filled with optimism and joy and positivity, uh, and he's a smart-ass mofo. So I figured I would give him a shout to, to see how he's doing out there in Philadelphia. He's the executive chef. I think he runs the catering division for uh, Jose Garcia's restaurant group, and uh, I just want to get him on the phone first just to check in with him because I love the guy and we're close friends, and secondly because I knew when the two of us get together um, – I don't know. We just have fun and I think we might lighten the mood. And I kind of think that's what happened today. And uh, we actually ended up going a little bit over. We, I uh, ended the interview, but then we had some banter back and forth and it was some, some cool, interesting uh, conversations popped up during that banter. So I decided to keep it. He gave me permission. You'll see why the permission was important. And uh, here it is. Brooks Tanner. I love this guy. I hope you love him too. Brooks Tanner, my man. How are you, dude? Uh, I'm, Still waking up every day, buddy. So that's a good thing. Still waking up every day. That's a that's the freaking attitude to have right there for sure. Um. So a little more about Brooks Tanner. Brooks Tanner is. I know you're an executive chef, but I know you're specializing in uh, catering, correct? For the Jose Garcia's group. Yeah, Jose Garcia's catering in uh, Center City, Philly. So. So I mean, catering. You're probably the first to get hit because that's they were locking down on large gatherings of like 150 or more at first, right? Yeah. So I actually, um, I got proactive like a week or a week and a half before, um, like all these, all these city shutdowns started to happen because my business just, just dropped. I think it was like a four day process where it was like, you know, the word was out. Then the next day, every event canceled restaurants were still operating like, like normal. And then the next day the restaurants closed and the next day. Yeah. All non-essential business closes. So, um, but you know, once you you know, what's exciting about it, if there is anything exciting about it is, is humanity is pulling through because, because they're doing it. At first there wasn't a lot of decisions being made and now like, you know, local government took over and they're not messing around. You know, it's uh, every day there's, such a fluid thing and everybody's engaged so that's actually one um, positive thing um, to kind of compound off that thought like i was out for a walk yesterday in austin texas uh walking around ladybird lake and there was just so many people out uh which is not what we're yeah. supposed to be doing like social but i was like outside going like i'm saying just like out on the trail uh playing basketball or people like using like using this the town facilities like you know what i mean like just people getting out and it, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if it's like a good thing that it's like forcing people to like come together and like take time away from like the well, day. Yeah. It's the tough part about it. Cause you're like struggling with your morals, right? It's like the math is all in front of you. I mean, you know what happens and what's happening in Europe and you know how the cases spread and, um, you know, especially in our industry, because we're all about like giving hospitality, right? And yeah. making the experience, making the experience for people. So it's like, oh, you cringe, but you need, but people need people, right? So yeah. it's like, uh, 
it's definitely pulled, you know, but I mean, people, I think people are, are forcing to come together because we're, we're forcing just to be together, you know, whereas before we'd go yeah. do something, we'd go to a movie, we'd go to dinner, we'd, we, this like constant need to be out doing stuff, the experience economy. And now we're just forced to kind of be together in small groups, the way that yeah. we were meant to be together, <laughs> you know, like exactly. And hopefully, yeah. and hopefully people are following like, you know, the six foot rule. I mean, there can be a lot of people in the park if they're all, as long as um, not everybody's yeah. high fiving, it shouldn't be an issue. Right. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, but it's definitely tough, man. It's still, we haven't peaked yet. It's still spreading all over the place. And, uh, I have a, my wife's a doctor and I have like some friends in the, in the business and they, you know, there's, there's, you know, a couple of them have like a couple of young kids that are on ventilators. Damn. with with coronavirus and at first i thought it was only the older people or people that have com- compromised immune systems but these people are like in their early 30s so it's just so much information out there and it's hard to filter through like what what's right and what's not so having a wife that's a doctor what do you, what kind of stuff are you hearing what's the latest on that front uh well you know the other day she said you know because we kind of talk every day while i'm at the restaurant I said, how many people are in the emergency room? You know, she said three and it's like, you know, and it's centered, it's downtown Philadelphia, right? So you would think there'd be more than three, a little more on yeah, just any given, sure. no, on any given normal day, like virus or not. And it makes you think like, is it, is it the swell before the tidal wave or are we flattening the curve? so to speak? Like, are we, well, it's hard to say now. It takes, doesn't it take two months or two weeks for like this? Like we won't know until the, 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 the curve's flattening for like, Oh, I don't know how immediate that curve would react. Honestly. Yeah. I, I, you don't know. Right. It's like, well, I can say this any, anyways, but I don't think there'll be like any empirical data, like, you know, anything like published. Um, there's, this, uh, two, but. there's this website I'm following right now. It's a coronavirus uh, global case by case center for system science and engineering. That's the title. I don't know. It's a really long title, but it's like a, it's like an interactive uh, map. And right now the total confirmed is 2,400, Sorry, 242,714. 242,714 confirmed cases. That was just over 200,000, like a day and a half ago. So, I mean, it's still worldwide. That's worldwide. And then I can zoom into uh, shit. I can zoom into Philadelphia. Philadelphia, New Jersey. Well, you're in Pennsylvania. I don't, there's like nothing being listed next to Philadelphia right now. Honestly, that's why I can't see. So as far as like confirmed cases, that's what I'm seeing here. Actually, I'm just there's definitely up. confirmed. Okay. Cases. Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. 206 confirmed cases, one death and 205 active. Yeah. And I want to say in Philly, like the number I heard today was like, there was, you know, like a little less than a hundred or something. In Philly. I have no idea, but okay. it's just, it's, it's, it's growing quickly though. Yeah, you know it I mean? is. Like and I think that was, the, that, that was the fear like, is the, the rate at which it spreads, which is why they, they, right, they cranked down. So, sir, so, so soon. Right. And, um, the, uh, you know, county officials just said today, Hey, look, like we're going to start giving you guys for all these non-essential businesses that aren't taking it seriously. We're going to start giving you fines. You're going to start like losing any kind of aid you could get from local or federal governments. Like you have to close. And Philly's like a ghost town, man. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm happy for them. Happy they did that. I hear stories about like Miami where all the kids, since they're, they're out of school, they're just all down there partying and the business is not taking it seriously. And that's scary, man, you know, because all those kids are going to go home. 
all across the country. And it's going to really not slow this process down at all. So you know, so yeah, exactly. Uh, Florida's um, at 417 confirmed cases, nine deaths and 408 uh, active. So yeah, it was such a transient state, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So, um, where, what, what is the state of Philadelphia right now? As far as the, uh, what has, like, what has been forced upon the restaurant industry? Is it, is it, is pickup and delivery an option or is it just full? Yep. Uh, so that's pickup, pickup okay. and pickup and delivery. And I, and I want to say, um, like as of an hour ago, starting next week, it might be, um, it might be delivery only or pickup only. One of the two might be chopping off. But you know, every every day something changes, and and the same happens within our company. It makes it, it makes it very difficult to talk to our employees. But our employees have been so, um, you know, so involved with the team and like taking it day by day. And there's been everybody just cares for each other. You know, we want everybody to pull, pull through and make it to the other side and come back to work like normal and and enjoy each other. So, you know. The company started by saying, hey, nobody can use vacation time. And the next day is like, sorry, everybody can use vacation time. And, and, you know, the next day it's, you know, you're going to get furloughed. And then the day, the day after that, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. We found, we found work for you. You're actually going to work 20 hours a week. Okay, well, let's get into this. Like, let's, let's get specific. Yeah. How, where are you guys finding work? Part of what I'm trying to do here is to share best practices, to share how other companies are getting creative so we can start trying to mimic this throughout the nation and try to keep people with you know cash flow as long as possible, try to keep as many businesses in a place where they can you know, recover from this. So what are you guys doing? So we are, um, we've condensed a restaurant group to two restaurants, you know. What were you uh, at before? We're at, we're at six, just within Center City, Philadelphia. And the other restaurants kind of outside the area have have shut down. It's a little bit big. It's a little bit easier for us in the city because um, there is people, there is demand. A lot of people don't know how to cook. So, but we're selling, we're selling staple products. Like, you know, instead of canned goods, we're making fresh fresh black beans and, and stewed black beans and we're cording them up and selling them as a commissary product. We're making refried beans. We're making all the things you can buy in a can or a grocery store. We're making them fresh and selling them over the counter by the pound. Okay. You know, barbecued pork, smoked pork. Now, are you guys ribs. trying to earn a profit off this or are you just trying to break even to keep no. people employed? No, dude, there's no... There's no profits in a yeah. town like this. There well, are that's com- the point. That's there's, the point. There's places, there's places that are doing well. I mean, you know, grocery stores are probably killing it right now, yeah. I would imagine. Amazon's killing it, right? Yeah. Um, Any uh, the local uh, pizza reta- shop. On- online, re- uh, online retail is going crazy right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, these uh, a lot of my cooks left, and when this first started, I got everybody, I was trying to get everybody placed at a job. A lot of them have gone to grocery stores, dude, and they got hired like without even asking. I'm actually happy to hear that. Honestly, when I hear about things like this, I feel like some people might just try to take the easy route and just collect unemployment. But you got to understand, like we're. I have a couple of those too. I mean, that's that's fine. I'm not saying that you're an evil if you choose to collect unemployment. But at the same time, if you're able body and you're driven, you want go try to find a job because I mean we can't put too much of a burden on the 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 government. I mean we're we're we got to work with the government. We can't 
it, we got to try to minimize the stress we're putting on the government. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But we also, but Eric, we also, we also pay for that. We do right? pay for it, but we, I mean, we, 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 we pay for, for toilet paper too, but you don't need to wipe your ass with like 50 sheets at once, you know, like stretch it out. <laughs> no, no, yeah. The toilet paper debacle is a whole other You know story. what I'm saying? Like just because yeah, we have it yeah, doesn't mean yeah. we need to be ultimate consumers. Like, like we need to no. come together, you know, think and like, like make the most of our resources. And I see people just yeah. be like, oh, well, you know, we got Kush. We got, you know, the government will pay for it. Like, come on. So like, on, on, the, on the toilet paper note, we also... <laughs> decided to um sell toilet paper dude nice so sell paper towels sell sanitizer like we're not selling we're not buying the stuff in on truckloads and like and like jacking off the profit no you know, jacking off the sales what i want to, to say profit. like but no. we had a lot but we had a lot of it between six restaurants so why not like why not just get it out there one one to get people to come to our place and know we're open to obviously to get have people get the supplies they need uh, super important and three shit, shit man sell it if you got it you know um let's we're trying to get as much liquid cash as we can just to pay the bills and pay what little staff is left yeah so. i think the point that i was trying to make is if you're out there listening to this the, the idea isn't to 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 make a profit right now, the idea is to slow the bleeding, right? To this or, or to provide yep. opportunity for your, your employees to, to get some type of cash flow to just to take care of your people. It's all about taking care of everybody else right now. If you take care of everybody else, if, I'm getting all jacked up. If you take care of everybody else, everybody else will take care of you when this thing passes over. I think that's the best kind of mentality to take right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, so I called around to a bunch of my buddies on um, their own restaurants in Philly. And every night we kind of have like a round table discussion on the phone. Sometimes it's a group call. Sometimes it's, it's just a couple of buddies calling each other. And I asked this one place yesterday, I said, how are you guys doing? And they said, man, we are effed. And I said, yeah, I know the feeling, but they said, luckily we have a low overhead, but we also have zero. They don't do takeout. It's a, it's a fall place. One of my favorite like noodle houses. And okay. one of their thing, one of their things where they never did take out. Cause it was like, I don't know why, but that was like one of their, one of their riffs. And they said, we just closed and it's super tough. And I said, well, look, man, how can I help one person? And they said, I don't know. You know, we got joking around. They said, why don't you buy a t-shirt or a gift card? Right. And I said, well, Every time I'm in there, you never have my damn size in the T-shirt. And they said, "They said we got your size. We got large." I said, "Okay, great." I said, "I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy five T-shirts from you right now. But I'm also gonna, so that's a hundred bucks, and then I'm gonna give you a hundred bucks just to like try to kickstart like whatever we can, right? Keep the money like going between between businesses. But I need you to come to the." to the old bar restaurant where I'm working tomorrow and drop off the t-shirts and say hi to my chefs and like, just like get involved. Don't like lay on the couch and, and like, you know, keep fretting, like get out there and, and, and meet the people and interact as much as you can without getting sick. And like, you know, try to share these profits and get money flowing between companies as much as we can. Dude, you're inspiring me right now. I'm literally going to, uh, one of my, uh, there's this company that I have in the show, Prohibition Pig, and I'm at their website right now, and I'm buying swag because I love the style of their hats. So that's my way. Out. Yeah, man, gifts. You know, a lot of people, 
a lot of people say, oh, man, you know, like gift cards, it doesn't really matter. But did you see what um, Mike Solomonoff is doing for Zahav? So no. he sold $25,000 25, worth of gift cards right now. Jesus. And what are they? But and that's no joke, right? That's yeah. like a you can pay the bills for a month on twenty five. Shit, you can pay like some employees, right? You can your livelihood isn't lost when when you have that coming in. And and what he did is he took it a step further and he said, "I'm going to donate all of that twenty five thousand dollars to my staff nice. that's been laid off. And if I hit, if you guys reach forty thousand dollars, I will I will match that." Mike, and donate that, Mike's a past right? guest on the show. I might try to get him back on to tell the story. You should, dude. You should. It's really like, I mean, restaurants are losing their ass, and they kind of already realize we're going to lose our ass. And if we're going to go down, let's just give it all. Let's give everything. You know, let's well, that's give what it all we do, away. man. So, I think this is the perfect time yeah. for. I mean, like, exactly. if there's an industry to get bent over, it's the restaurant industry because I feel like we're like, oh, dude. <laughs> we get we get bent over on the regular. Well, that's right? why we're so the like, best in it. We, this is just another day. <laughs> but like overcoming and adapting and overcoming is like that's what we that's our jam. Like that yeah. gets us excited, right? So one of the one of the general managers today was like, "Man, I don't know how you guys do it." We're, some of the chefs, because I'm working with all CDCs right now, so we have a kitchen with three guys, and we're all executive chefs. And I'm like, we're like, do what? this is what we do every day is like we build something great out of nothing and like make people happy, you know? So yes. like on the work side of things, nothing's really changed. It's a, it's a daily work life. It's a daily home life that's changed and how to get to work and everything around that. So, so help me pull some, um, nuggets uh key takeaways from our conversation some of the things that the Garcia's group's doing that we can, uh, replicate in our business. Try to summarize it real quick for me. Yeah, I think just you got to think out of the box. Don't just sell food, man. What else you got in your physical space? What other services can you offer? Um, a, a buddy of mine, one of the restaurants, their dishwashers are all hourly. They all got laid off. So you, instead of instead of just hanging out, they started a dishwashing. Uh, I'm sorry, they started washing cars, like a like an old school summer car wash in the parking lot. Because dishwashers are like, that's, that's what they do. They too. clean stuff, right? I love so it. So these five dishwashers started a car wash, and they're crushing it. <laughs> you know, for now they're for now they're crushing it. They make a couple hundred bucks in like a day, and they like constantly have clean feasible. hands because they're in soap all the time. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about contraction. <laughs> yeah, right. I love you place it. Place the order online. Um, another part of this is like, you know, try not to rely on other people you got to take action you can't one thing we didn't do is we didn't wait to see what the industry was going to do we just kind of make our own decisions and some of them are going to be right some are going to be wrong but you got to make them because this thing's this is changing so quick they might shut down the city totally tomorrow you know yeah. we got to bring in whatever we can bring in and the third it. thing would be to just like sell stuff sell stuff that you wouldn't normally have maybe i already said that but well, we're, you know, we're summarizing right paper. Now, so this is good this is good yeah, yeah, the toilet paper, paper towels, you know, shit, sell a light if you need to. I mean, it is what it is, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah man, that's my summary. It's just don't stop, like, don't stop doing what you've always done to make yourself successful. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Um, 
think out of the think out of the box and be creative so yeah man brooks um thank you for taking time uh to to come on the show i have a lot of admiration for you a lot of respect for you so you were one of the first names that came to mind when i said i needed to pull people from my network to share their stories and share i knew you would have a great outlook i knew you'd have a great energy about what's going on here and i I was absolutely right cool man we'll come visit soon when this is all over yeah for sure brother uh stay healthy um and you know hopefully you your your wife and your your kids stay healthy out there and just uh, keep uh fighting the good fight and if you know mike solvanov say his name for me one more time it's a tough one. Oh man i always butcher it I he knows who we're talking about someone enough if you know him yeah. let him know that i'd love to get him on the show sure we'll do brother. <laughs> all right brother take care be well all right. all right man me too you don't have to hang up Bye. don't hang up don't hang up don't hang up don't hang up <laughs> what's up bro <laughs> yeah. how are you yeah. on the more personal note dude that was that was great by the way thank you i hope that's all right we just kind of i just kind of mumbled sorry well dude. no that's um, exactly what i wanted from you because i think that we're, we're like i'm know, just here to spread joy we're great friends you know what i'm saying so like i knew yeah. i knew we would, we would make we would have a good time a very relaxed i think that's kind of what the industry needs right now is it's like breathe you know what i mean like yeah it's gonna yeah. be fine i was telling my buddy telling my buddy today like i'm fucking glad i don't have a tv like i followed enough on my phone but like if i was at home with the tv on the whole day i'd fucking like go crazy because it's just like like i get it it's out there take it seriously and like yes like like i don't go out of my house very much and like I'm not doing, I'm, I'm being very like responsible about the whole situation, but like you can't just get, you can't just bombard your mind every second. You need like a release from the shit. Yeah. Like, like yes. watch, watch a movie on Netflix or read a book with your son or like, like Monday through you know. Wednesday, I was with nothing. So I live with um, Casey who is on the line right now. He's, I think he's still listening in creep. Just kidding. Like he, I was just kidding, buddy. You can listen. You're fine. Um, he, he runs this community online called in the weeds. Uh, so he's in it, you know, balls deep trying to like figure shit out. I love that. Um, and then uh, we have two roommates who work in the industry who are both like laid off temp- or like, you know, on furlough. I'm not exactly what their situation is. Uh, it's and, so shitty, right? Yeah. And I, uh, you know, I have to have the restaurant podcast. So like we're like in this like little fucking industry bubble in this house right here. And like our world is fucking collapsing around us. We're like, what is going on? This, and then like yesterday, like this I, is something. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, dude. All right. I'm going to go. Okay. So, and then yesterday, like I get out to like go um, hang out with this girl that I met, just kind of like take my mind off of it. And like her and her roommates are like all writers and like they like work for like, you know, like GoDaddy or like, you know, some, and they all work from home and like, they're just like casual. Like, oh, this is fine. They're like, oh, quarantine time. Yay. Like, this is great. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is such a better, like, more healthy way of existing because <laughs> well, like the they're the, probably getting they're probably getting paid they're getting paid they get their jobs they have nothing to worry about but like i guess i'm saying it, like when you're in the industry bubble you know like you're like in this echo chamber yeah, like our world is cor- like crashing around us uh it was yeah, good to like get totally. out of the bubble for like you know like 16 hours you know like i wanted people to like i didn't express myself clearly enough for like like stuff like this changes lives, dude. Like maybe you're not going to be a chef when this is all over. But you, and know, you know what? Like that's 
But you know what? That's not necessarily like a fucking bad thing. Maybe you're going to find like your next calling in the next week of something that you do better than cooking, right? Who would have thought that? Or like, you just fucking have to keep your mind so wide open, dude. It's exactly. Like, you know, maybe you're going to write a book that's going to publish well, and make millions. The maybe, other variable whatever. too that I don't think people are really paying attention to, and I hate to, I hate you know, I hate to that there's a little bit of a negative uh, taste of there's going to, there's opportunity and negativity, or maybe that's just optimism or like a silver lining, but this is going to like change the landscape. And whenever there's devastation, totally. there's always tons of opportunity. And I think, but if you, if you recognize that and you understand that you can change your perspective and look for the opportunity, cause it's going to be everywhere. And there's going to be tons of like, I, I think this is going to be great. For small business owners, honestly, there's I think a difference gonna, between opportunities and taking advantage. You could, you can, you're right. There's going to be tons of opportunities. It doesn't necessarily mean you're like, and, and I'm saying this because you're, you're confirming what I just said is like, maybe you're going to be in a different occupation when this is all over. And it's not because you took advantage of someone, but the opportunity just presented itself. And like you went down that path, you know? Yeah. But I, I think perspective is everything. You can choose the mindset, right? So um, if you choose to, to let your world crumble around you, then it's going to crumble around you. If you choose to do to, you know, make what you can of it and to keep your eyes open and to stay ready for the next opportunity, I think you could, you could make something happen. I think this is going to be great for small business owners. I think that a lot of the bigger operations um, are going to be hemorrhaging money because they have so many assets that just can't, that you need to feed cash to that. They're just going to, dry up real fast and the smaller people who don't have that much who are used to being poor are going to be like oh this is just now I'm just a little more poor but I'm going to be able to recover much faster because I have nothing to lose and then you're going to see a lot more totally. independent operators totally. get in and which is I think going to be a good thing like that noodle shop I, I gave 200 bucks to yeah. like they have zero overhead they're like you know they have fucking decor and their restaurant's horrible but it's like the best fun in the city so like that 200 bucks is going to sustain them for a day or two. Surely maybe, maybe, maybe three days. Their electric bill might be 200 bucks, you know? Yeah. So, so it helps, dude, you know, but there's a couple other things that like very fucking irritate me. Like Danny Meyer, right? Do you know Danny Meyer? Dude. You heard? Okay. So, you know, Danny Meyer. (laughs) He, he, um, you know, everybody wants a fucking bailout, right? Like all these rest. There's some restaurateurs that are just crying wolf without trying any of these creative things, which one that irritates me Two, you know, Danny Meyer said, Hey, I might, I might use this laid, recording cause the conversation's still being good. Just throwing that out there. As long as you're before you start talking, that's fine. Just okay. don't put me on there talking shit about Danny Meyer, but, um, <laughs> I might. So just keep that in the, the back of your mind. But like, here's my Say thing. And like, you can possible. put me, Danny can, you can it. put me in check. You can put me in check too, because, Maybe I'm wrong, but like this, you know, this restaurant tour, oh, I laid off all my hourly staff, right? So he followed suit with everybody else. I get it. Totally get it. I but, get it too. Cause I mean, you, um, you got to stop the bleeding. I mean, that's business one-on-one. You got to, right, 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 right. stop the bleeding. It can't go out. You got to stop the bleeding. Totally. But they, you know, what they fail to mention is like Danny Myers and Danny Myers like, Oh dude, you know, my staff is screwed. These guys aren't going to be able to, you know, None of them are going to be able to collect unemployment. None of them are going to be able to do this or do that. Like, you know, I need a bailout. We need this. We need that. The dude's net worth is like $45 million, right? So if somehow he could liquefy like, like 1 million of his net worth of, of 45 million 
like he could take care of his staff for three weeks. All all of them, you know, like it's not gonna. My point is, is like no one's doing that. I don't see any restaurant owners selling their ten fucking Cadillacs, right, to like help out any of these hourly dishwashers that are totally screwed. Like I don't see. I see Mike Solomon off like matching our company. will give forty grand, you know, to this. I think that's cool. But the restaurant owners, they're hurt. They got punched in the mouth. But like, some of them need to like really fucking step up to the plate, dude. Yeah, you know, like, no, like I, sell two I, restaurants, dude. I mean, you know? it's always like, sell, it, sorry. Like, no. think about like, I, I don't know, know who's going to buy a restaurant from, in this market right now. No, you're going. right, you're right, you're right. But like, like so that's what I'm talking about. Like being creative. It's like if your net worth is forty five million dollars, then like, there's got to be some room in there somehow to like get some kind of zero interest loan to like help your staff, right? Like, like take out the five hundred thousand dollar loan. Like or or whatever. Who knows what Mike? Um, who knows what uh, he, uh Danny Meyer is doing right now? The behind the scenes. We, we, I don't. No, totally, totally. He could totally, have a huge plan. Yeah, but like, he could. He could. But like, you know, let's let's hear about those positive stories and like get I'm other trying, people dude. on board. Danny, he, if you're listening, he's usually he's usually like super <laughs> creative, and he just like it just like irritated me. Maybe it was the article, the way it was written, but he's usually the guy that's like coming up with all these creative things, and he's like, you know, basically said my workers are screwed. And uh, that, that just kind of irritates me. I feel you, man. But um, who knows? But you know, it's he, just, he could have a press the, release tomorrow. Who knows? It's also the emotion of like this whole thing is like it's hard for people to think clearly and and like be creative when their own lives are like threatened and their own families are threatened and their the uncertainty of even like walking out your door as you're thinking. So I get it, man. It's like you know. It's hard to even think about what to do for yourself, let alone your business, right? Your business kind of goes on the back burner. I feel you, dude. I'm, anyway, I'm going to use all of this. Some beers. I'm going to go. I'm going to use all of this um, content if you're okay with that. <laughs> if you give me the the thumbs up, I think Danny. I think Danny yeah. will, won't be too pissed off at you. Don't put Danny Meyer on there. <laughs> I probably misread that. But but between you and me, like like. These were big restaurateurs. They became successful because they did cool, creative stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it works the other way, too. Like, get your thinking caps on. The clock is ticking. Like, let's fi- let's figure it out, dude. There's not going to be one formula that, like, solves everything. Yeah. Every restaurant's going to be a little different. But if you start to get some simple blueprints as to, like, I can at least pay the mortgage for a month or two and survive instead of just closing completely, then, then great. Let's do it. Yeah. You know? And uh, thank you for inspiring me. I just spent, spent $40 with uh, the prohibition pig out of uh, Vermont, got a mug and a hat during the time we were talking. So if anybody else is out there, totally listening to this, uh, think of uh, a restaurant that you love some that has some baller swag and go get it. My wife cursed me out uh, yesterday because I bought two damn coffee mugs you know, <laughs> <laughs> from, from like a restaurant. It cost me like thirty five bucks, but it's, it's worth like it. Every little, every little bit helps, man. Your wife's They're a, cool. They got owls on them. So. Your wife's a doctor; she can handle it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, brother. I love you, man. Love Thank you, man. you so much Thank, for taking the time. Um, be well and stay yourself. healthy, please. Yeah, we'll do, man. I'll talk to you later, later dude.
There we go. Brooks Tanner, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, sharing your perspective. Some great lessons or just the idea of if you got it, sell it. For example, toilet paper. Maybe your dry storage is filled with toilet paper. There's a lot of people in your community that will be grateful for that toilet paper. I'm sure they'll remember you when this all turns around. Um, I mean, you can be a lifesaver right now and uh, they will show their appreciation when this thing passes over. I like the idea of uh canning fresh vegetables uh and you know giving your your uh customer or your you know your guest a healthier option a fresher option with canned food and people are you know looking for food the grocery stores stores are, are just packed right now and just ravaged so maybe that could be an option uh and then he kind of i don't know he, he i i convinced him to let me use that bit about danny meyer uh thank you for being a good sport Brooks, uh, I think Danny will forgive you. Uh, I doubt he'll even listen to this, but um, he kind of makes a point. You know, you, you look at you, you think of the, the word relativity and you have some of these smaller operators that are operating with five or six locations who are literally sacrificing, giving everything that they have just to stay afloat. And we're not asking Danny Meyer to give up all 400 million of his net worth, but you know, 1 million would go a long way to help his employees uh, when he's begging for a bailout. I don't know. He makes a point. I love Danny. I think we all love Danny, but Brooks coming with some gusto there. Uh, who knows what comes from that? Uh, and just some re- really great stuff. Really what I was hoping from this conversation with Brooks, he and I have really great rapport. And whenever I, whenever I get off the phone with Brooks, I just feel better. And uh, I wanted him to rub up some of that, that good mood you on you guys and get you guys in a positive frame of mind. He's so good for that. And uh, I think that, you know, this is the way he started today's conversation. Brooks, how are you? I woke up this morning. I'm alive. You know, I think we all need to kind of take a few steps back. Um, maybe get out of the industry for a little bit. If it's possible for you to go hang out with people who don't work in the industry and kind of let their um, energy lift you up a little bit because there's a lot of just heavy energy in our industry right now and you can get caught in an echo chamber very easily if you let yourself. So maybe get out into like some other social circles. This is another lesson I, I pull from today's conversation. And um, we, we got more and more of these getting lined up. I'm going to be very busy over the next week uh, doing my best to serve you. Uh, so if you guys have any recommendations, if you're out there, if you're seeing anybody doing some really cool thing is things, if there's any new products or services evolving out of this epidemic, this catastrophe, uh, I would love to learn about those products and services. I think there's going to be a lot of entre- entrepreneurs doing some really interesting shit. So put those, those folks on my radar, please. And uh, all right, I'm going to end this one and thank you guys for sticking around this long. I'll talk to you. I think this is the last one for today, but we have uh, f- at least five interviews lined up for tomorrow too. So I'm going to do my best to bring you stories from around the industry and around the country, best practices, you know, just good people to listen to. And I'm going to town for you guys. Do me a favor. Please share this. Uh, please share this. I'm so busy trying to just line these interviews up and get them recorded and published that I don't, I don't really have enough time to promote my work. So if you're listening to this, this podcast, if it's putting you in a good headspace, if it's giving you some good advice, uh, the best way to say thank you is just to share this on uh, LinkedIn, any like restaurant network groups on LinkedIn, Facebook network groups uh, on your Instagram story, your feed anywhere it would be so, so helpful. And thank you. If you do share these things, please, please tag me at Eric Cacciatore so I can say thank you personally when you do share this. All right, I'm out of here. Peace.